praise God. Uh, I I just want to do a quick broadcast that has been on my mind for about a week when I went to preach for a friend of mine. You know, and it has been stirred up in my heart to speak to you about it. Now let's go to the book of Titus chapter two. Titus is just after Second Timothy before Hebrews. It's a small book. The Titus, okay. Titus chapter two from verse eleven to fifteen. I read, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly loss we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. Verse 15. These things speak exalt and rebuke with all authority let no man despise thee praise god now listen the bible said that the grace of god that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men now first thing you are a man right so let's personify it for the grace of god that bringeth salvation has appeared to me say the grace of god that bringeth salvation has appeared to me now Remember, salvation is, does not just include is not just um, being saved or being redeemed from sin. Salvation is being redeemed from poverty. Is being redeemed from sickness. Salvation is a total package that includes your prosperity, your health, your total well-being. So the grace of God that brings health has appeared to you. The grace of God that brings prosperity has appeared to you. The grace of God that brings peace has appeared to you. Hallelujah. Now, you see, it's very important that you personify it. Grace has appeared to you. Now listen, if any man is not saved right now, it's not that grace to be saved has not appeared to him. It's that he has not received that grace. When God sent Jesus to die upon the, to die for us on the cross, look at verse 14, says, Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity? Jesus has given himself and Jesus has redeemed us from all iniquity. Any man who is not who is not being redeemed from iniquity right now is not because the grace has not appeared to him. It's because he's not received that grace. His eyes have not been opened to see that grace. That's why we pray. Praise God. But you see, grace has appeared. Grace is here. Grace has come. Listen, in the book of John, chapter 1, verse 16, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says Jesus is grace. John, chapter 3, verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoso believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, we can say, For God so loved the world that he sent, that he gave grace. God so loves you that he has given you grace. Say, grace has appeared to me. Praise God. Say, grace is upon me. Grace is the person of Jesus to humanity. Grace is a full expression of God's love manifested to you. Jesus is the full expression of God's love manifested to humanity. Amen. Jesus is the token of God's love to you. Listen, when God sent Jesus, all that Jesus was doing was to manifest God's love. The healing of the sick, the the healing of the blind, the raising of the dead... 
all that he did, the healing of the leprous was to show us, was to show humanity, was to show mankind, even the cross, this, the, the, the sacrifice for our sin was, was love. It was love that pushed him. Jesus is the full expression of God's love manifested to humanity. Love has manifested to us. Praise God. So, you see, all that Jesus did was to show us that he loves us. The sacrifice of Jesus is not just a, it's not just a sacrifice for your body. It's not just a sacrifice for your spirit. Not a sacrifice for your soul. It's a total sacrifice. Jesus died spiritually and he died physically. He was crushed emotionally. You see, to show that God loves you. God loves your spirit. God loves your soul. God loves your body. God loves you wholly. God is interested in every part of you. Jesus came to this world to demonstrate that God is interested in you. God is interested in you. God loves you. God, see, listen, listen, listen. Let's stop being religious. God is not just interested in church people. For God so loved the world. God loves the world. That is why he sent Jesus to the world. God sent Jesus to the world. God sent Jesus to the world. If the world, if the world did not need saving, God will not send Jesus. God sent Jesus because the world needed saving. And Jesus came to love us wholly. Oh, I mean, it's in my heart to just, oh, we need to receive the love of God. Listen, listen, listen. God loves you wholly. God loves your church life. God loves your social life. God loves your work life. God God loves your family life. God loves every part of your life. See, let's stop compacting. Let's stop giving our lives compartments and saying, okay, God, take this one. God, God wants all of you. I mean, these are remarkable times where God wants to do things for his people. God wants to do things in the world. And God wants, and if you, and, and until you see God as interested in every part of your life, you will not get, you will not, you will not fully grasp a hold of his love for you. And listen, for you to stand out in this present world, you must know without a shadow of doubt that God loves you. That God loves you wholly, that God loves you uniquely, that God loves you intensely, that God has set his love upon you with an everlasting love. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus, God sent Jesus to this world to show us that he loves us. Now, let's go to 1 John. Let me show you the scripture. Things we are talking about the love of God. 1 John chapter 3, the Bible says, 1 John chapter 3 from verse 1. The Bible said, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Behold, look. Don't read this scripture in a hurry. Behold, there's a comma. He said, Behold, look. Have a revelation. Grab a hold. Look. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Listen, love has been bestowed upon you. Say it after me. Say, love is bestowed upon me. To bestow means to commit, to, to give over, to give over to one's care. The love of God is no longer God's, is no longer in God's hands to dish to you. God has dished his hands to the world. God has dished his love to to this world in the person of Jesus. Right now, the love of God is committed to you to take as much as you want. How much of the word of God do you think you want? Take. Praise God. You take God's love right now. You take God's love. God is not dishing his love in portions right now. God has given us full love for use. Full love. And he manifested it in the person of Jesus. Look at the cross. Look at Jesus dying that agonizing death. Upon, upon that cross, going to hell, 
Jesus became sin. Jesus became sin. Jesus went the full extent for you. To prove that he loves you. To prove that God loves you wholly. God has paid for you. God has paid the price for your spirit. For your spirit to be redeemed from spiritual death. God has paid the price for you to be redeemed from poverty. God has paid the price for you to be redeemed from, from sickness. God has paid the price for you for you to be redeemed from sorrow. For you to be redeemed from, from, from broken heart. God has paid the price for you to be free and whole. God loves you. God has gone every length to prove that he loves you. Right now, what is left for you is to receive the love of God. The love of God has been bestowed upon you. Oh, see love upon you. You are are a love child of the love God. Remember, God is love. When he loves, he does not love in doses. He, 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 He loves in full. Full love has been manifested to humanity in the person of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. For you to stand out in this present world, you must know without a shadow of doubt that God loves you. God loves you. Let me show you a scripture in the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. It said, The Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Look at the word. God says, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Listen, read it again. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. The Lord had appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with an everlasting love have I drawn thee. When God was when God was sending Jesus to the world, he was sending Jesus with his mind. Everlasting love. It's not love that comes today and fades away tomorrow. God loves you. Irrespective of what you, of what you do right now, God loves you. God does not love you because of your performance. God loves you because of his love. God does, oh, I, I love what Joseph Prince says. That God, that God does not love you because you are lovely. God loves you because of his love. God loves you. We are entering remarkable times when you have to believe. You have to know without a shadow of doubt. You have to arm it in your heart. You have to arm, write it on the tablets of your heart that God loves you. You are a love child of the love God. Praise God. God loves you. Grace has appeared to you. You see, see, let me see. One thing people don't understand about grace is that grace was, listen, the Bible said the grace of God that bringeth salvation. Grace was ordained unto salvation. The reason for the grace of God is so that men shall be saved. Grace is not, listen, the Bible said Jesus did not come to condemn the world, but that the world might through him be saved. Jesus came so that you might be saved. God is interested in you. God wants your total well-being. God sent Jesus to be the manifestation, to be the expression of his love for you. So that when you see Jesus, you can, you, you can, you know, you can believe, you can trust his love. Praise God. Grace was ordained for salvation. Unlike the law that was ordained unto wrath and death, grace was ordained unto life, peace, wholeness. God loves you. Amen. You are, you, are, you are special to God. You are special to God. 
you know begin to open open up your heart to god open up i mean this season i oh we are entering remarkable times begin to open up your hearts open up your spirit open up your mind let god use you allow god to use you allow god allow god to do his to have his perfect work in your heart there should be no compactment right now you know there should be no compactment right now where you say okay this one i want to handle it by myself let the love of god handle you allow god pamper you allow God pamper you these are seasons where God are going to where God is going to start doing remarkable things in the life of the saints so allow God pamper you open up your heart receive the love of God receive full doses of the love of God the Bible said that his that his mercies are new every morning oh take take oh take a fresh dose of the love of God take a fresh every morning when you wake up open your heart and say Lord I receive your love Lord, I receive your love. Lord, I'm here to draw from you. Lord, I receive your love. Praise God. God loves you with an everlasting love. Now, um, you know, I, I saw I saw a couple of translations that were so touching. Look at the message. Message, Titus chapter 2 verse 11 in the message translation. It said, God's readiness to give and forgive is now public. Salvation available for everyone. Let me read it again. In the message translation, Titus chapter 2 verse 11, God's readiness to give and forgive is now public. Salvation available for everyone. Listen, the sacri- I keep saying the sacrifice of Jesus was not done in the corner. In Israel, in Israel, everybody knew that Jesus was ordained to save. The name Jesus means Yeshua. Yeshua, that means, and you know, it means Yeshua. And listen, it's a combination of the word Joshua. In fact, it was Joshua in Hebrew. So when they called Jesus, they were saying everybody knew that Jesus was ordained to save. Everybody knew that Jesus was Jesus was the Messiah. It was a public thing. When when he was sacrificed, when he was he was crucified on the cross, he wasn't crucified in in, in secret. He was crucified in public. Golgotha was a high place in Jerusalem. Everybody knew about what was happening. Everybody knew. So, if you want to enjoy his love, don't be enjoying it in the corner. God paid full price for you to be free. The price that was paid for you to be free was the sacrifice of Jesus. Jesus shed his blood for you to receive his love. Jesus shed his blood for you, for you to be free from sin, for you to be free from sickness, for you to be free from, from poverty, for you to be free from shame and reproach. So, so open up your heart and receive the love of God. God wants you, I mean, God, listen, the word bestow in, in that scripture where we read in, in, in 1 John chapter 3, in other translation, it means lavish. God has lavished his love upon you. So take, there's full dose of God's love for you to take. Praise God.